in because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. My name is Alex, your host and guide through our rewatch journey where we rewatch, recap, and react to past seasons of Survivor. And you've got us here in the middle of our Survivor David versus Goliath rewatch. This is Survivor's 37th season, and we are on episode four. It's a tribe swap episode. Uh, titled Time to Bring the Charm Apocalypse. That's the best version of an apocalypse that I can imagine. And we're so glad that you're here to share in the end of the world as we know it with us. Um, in our pod, whether you are watching this season for the first time, undergoing your own rewatch, or just thinking back on the time you spent with David versus Goliath, we're glad that you're here and are joining us tonight. So I am not the only member here. Of course, the other three quarters of this podcast is made up of my friends who are watching this episode and this season for the very first time. So before we get any deeper into this episode, it's time you meet the rest of the team, starting with uh, the current leader in the Survivor Fantasy scoreboard. Adam, welcome to Outwatch. So good to be here, Alex. Um, Adam, we learn a lot about the um, <laughs> the principality or the township of Slamtown in this episode. Um, John is, of course, the mayor of the town. Um, Christian would like to apply to be the comptroller. Um, and, you know, just a, a real blossoming small town here in our great land of the United States, looking to fill out its its governmental positions, small town elected positions. And um, Adam, how would you like to contribute to Slamtown in a um, an elected capacity? Uh, this is a hard one because uh, there I don't know much about governance um so <laughs> you know maybe controller is not a, an elected position i don't know it doesn't have to be an elected usually, position usually is an elected position um i uh i mean if it doesn't have to be elected i think i'd like to be in charge of uh no you know what i'd like to be, i'd like to work in uh, the department of uh public works yeah um I, I think i think overseeing uh parks and uh, the parks department would be a wonderful wonderful addition to slam town i mean i i'm just imagining these wonderful parks with wrestling rink rings in the uh in the middle of them mm-hmm. for uh for local youths to use to practice their slamming mm-hmm. and they're being slammed and being slammed yeah gotta know how to take a prerequisite a yeah you, you gotta know how to take a slam you gotta know how to give it you know it's... that's great um it could have a double meaning. You could put up a lot of basketball hoops, and then there could be a different kind of slam. That's true. Yeah. Slam dunk town, you know? 
I mean, even even the even the baseball fields. I mean, you know, you mm. have grand slams. Grand slam, like, yeah, yeah. Apparently, the only sports that we don't have are football and soccer. Because I mean, hockey, you got a lot of slams going on. Yeah, uh, they're not called explicitly that, but you know, we could we could change it. Tennis, there's slams. Yeah. 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 Wow, this is actually a very ubiquitous sport. sport. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of a slam in in football other than just the large impacts that the bodies make against one another right feels like we're more of an arena football town you know <laughs> we're, we're we're an xfl town, we're an XFL town. <laughs> do you do you guys remember um it was probably like 20 years ago it was um i'm pretty sure it's called slam ball oh yeah uh-huh. And it was yeah. it was basketball, but they would jump on trampolines. Yeah. It was yeah. sick. I bet there's I bet that's in Slamtown for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I don't think there's slams in golf other than when you slam your club against the ground in anger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. A- Adam's the public works director. Um Emily, welcome to Outlaw. Thanks for having me. Hey, how would you like to contribute to um, I have some ideas that I'm super confident about. I was thinking about being the communications director, but I think that's very dicey. Mm. I don't know if I want to represent Slam Town in this <laughs> interest all the time. Can you imagine that on your resume? God. Yeah. <laughs> communications director of Slam Town. <laughs> Responsibilities include. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? It's not maybe necessarily a part of it, but I would be on their school board for some reason. Mm. I'd love, mm-hmm. love to work on the school board for Slam Town. Or Slam High. What do you think some of the biggest issues um, affecting Slam Town's local school board, you know, would be? Oh. Critical race theory. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was trying to think of a joke to like <laughs> reference that, but wasn't. <laughs> I was gonna say poor funding for the wrestling team. We need to have we need to have real history in our schools and talk about Abraham Lincoln's wrestling career. That's true. Okay. Actually, that's really important. Yeah. Like, they need to know. They have. They need to have a well-rounded. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually great. Yeah. So I think that's going to be top of mind. Yeah. Um, the campaign. A course <laughs> dedicated entirely to coming up with as many stage names as possible. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Another <laughs> reason why I wouldn't want to be the comms director. Yeah. That's How could you keep everyone's ring names, you know, a comprehensive list of all of them? <laughs> You'd need binders. <laughs> I do like imagining like history class like and the first presidents of the united states george washed the <laughs> names for all of these or whatever i don't know i can't come up with one. george washboard <laughs> washboard <laughs> abs <laughs> let's talk about the presidency of the george bushy of Bushy. <laughs> Oh goodness gracious! 
George Bush is the George Bush. <laughs> All right, Scott, what about you? What are how are you serving in Slamtown? Oh my god. Well, I'm not sure what's left over. Um <laughs> strictly by default, I will be the sheriff of Slamtown. Ooh. It feels high risk. <laughs> it is high risk. I, I will be the public health injuries, director. A lot of injuries you could deal with. Scott. Yeah, that's right. Public Imp- health director. I'm going to create a position. Implement implement a really robust uh, physical therapy program for all the uh, yeah. all the yeah. slamming related injuries. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But they will know what an MCL is. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Maybe an LCL, an ACL, and a PCL. <laughs> Scott, could you think of some ways that you could help? you know, um, limit the number of MCL strains and other related injuries due to the immense amount of slamming taking place. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll limit the amount of jumping over a, um, just over a, a fence mm. while untying a rope. That's good. And, and I'm yeah. with mud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. Things of things like that. <laughs> really common things. Like that. <laughs> just you know, just hi- just thinking off the cuff, you know. <laughs> Make sure everybody's doing high weight glamour muscle only exercises. That's right. <laughs> Every day is arm day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except for Monday, which is chest. <laughs> <laughs> Those pecs better be shredded. That's right, bro. <laughs> yeah, brother. Um, I think I'd like to be the judge of Slamtown, but it's not like your traditional judge. It's more of like a ring judge, like the referee, I imagine, is the judge. Just got to make sure that the slamming is all kosher. Um, No (laughs) illegal slams here on my watch. The judge is your stage name. Ooh, that's good. (laughs) That's good. Every once in a while, I get roped into the action, you know, because someone's talking about my wife or something. That's what happens in wrestling, right? (laughs) (laughs) You keep the mayor of Slamtown's name out your motherfucking mouth. It's Mac. (laughs) Ding. Oh boy. (laughs) This is why I couldn't be the comms director. I can't write a statement about that. (laughs) An official statement on the judges. Oh, goodness. Okay, well, this episode of Survivor is the fourth one in Survivor David versus Goliath. It's titled Time to Bring About the Charm Apocalypse. What do you say we take a trip down to Tree Mail and walk through the finer points of this episode? Let's do it. Um, this episode starts with a seeming challenge, but it's not going to be a challenge. Um, but before that happens, B calls it quits, gang. That MCL. Too much to bear. 
um, as an athlete, doesn't want to further risk her, you know, her career by staying out there with an injury. So she's calling it quits. David's one more setback on top of things. But then right then and there, we are swapping. We swap to three new tribes with an interesting 3-2 Goliath to David breakdown on each tribe. We can break down the details here later. And Carl is the odd man out going to Exile Island to ultimately join the losing tribe. Um, Elizabeth and Kara find themselves on a new tribe together with Natalia and a couple others. But Elizabeth and Kara start to connect, namely over horses and the Bible. Just like, you know, any two good Midwestern girls. And this leaves Natalia feeling a little bit on the outs from this tribe. At Exile Island, Carl finds a clue to an advantage, which effectively tells him that a coconut in the tide holds this advantage. So after much traipsing about the high tide, does find the said coconut, and inside is a new advantage, the idle nullifier, which I'm sure we will discuss in depth. Um, at Natalie's new tribe, she immediately starts dictating to her new group of tribe mates. Nothing has changed there. Nick and Mike are among the new pairings from the tribe swap. And Nick coins a new alliance name. It is the Rockstars. Nick and Mike are the Rockstars alliance. And Mike tells Nick about Dan's idol. Christian on his new tribe with um, Goliath's John and Dan brings about the charm apocalypse, um, and really starts to connect with the two of them, which starts to worry Gabby, making her feel like she is on the outs as Christian is connecting well. We've got an immunity and a reward challenge going through some blindfolded obstacles and a blindfolded table maze for immunity and coffee and pastries. Um, Gabby, in a redemption moment, leads the Green Tribe to a big win, and the Purple Tribe comes from behind to finish second, sending the Orange Tribe to Tribal Council. At that tribe, Elizabeth goes and looks for the idol, and Davy, who already has that tribe's idol, goes along with it, and then really throws her under the bus to Elizabeth, or to Kara and Natalia. Elizabeth, in a last-ditch effort, tries to flip Alec against the other Goliaths, and this doesn't seem to go well until Natalia starts getting a little intense back at camp, which starts to send Alex's internal alarm bells off. And then at Tribal Council, folks, it's happening right now. We've got a live tribal. Alec gets up, starts whispering to Elizabeth. Natalia um, gets upset and paranoid about that. And turns out, when the dust settles, it will be Natalia voted out here 3-1-1. to one to one. Big flip, big blindside at the swap. And Natalia becomes the next player eliminated, along with B, who quits earlier in the episode. Uh, lots to unpack here. Let's start with our, our In Memoriam of our two departed players this episode. Emily, would you like to start things off with B and her departure from the game? 
Yeah, that was really sad. Um, I was wondering what would happen because we saw that happen in the last episode and they just kind of mentioned like, okay, B, you're going to go see medical. And then she was just very stoic about it. But I know like they won and she was kind of like, everyone was super excited. You could just tell she was worried and in pain. And then they, yeah, I just, I think she made the right move for sure. I don't think it's ever worth it to risk your physical health in this game, especially when your like livelihood depends on it. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that happen, unfortunately, to a lot of people. It was wild though. They did mention that David's losing two people. So Mm -hmm. you just keep doing that. But I think she played a good game. I think she gave it her best. And it's always just this shitty sorry. I guess we're cursing in this one though, so it's okay. (laughs) It's always just a sad way to go. This episode gets the explicit. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Yeah, that's always just a really disappointing thing. Yeah. But it was interesting to see the other team really feeling for her in that moment, too. Even though they definitely don't know her, Mm -hmm. they all understand that decision. So Mm -hmm. it was sad. Yeah. Yeah. for, For her specifically, right, as an athlete, right, like where. Like you said, her livelihood depends on her ability for her body to do a certain thing. I, yeah, it makes total sense, right? Like, Yeah, because that's know. not getting better. Yeah. If I go out there and sprain an MCL, I probably fight through it because it doesn't matter. <laughs> My MCL <laughs> isn't conditioner or not, but for someone who needs that, yeah, that makes, that makes total sense. Uh, Alex, weren't you second team... Rookie of the year <laughs> yeah. for for wiffle ball. Yeah, last I think wiffle <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Scott, talk about Natalia. What went wrong for Natalia here? Um, after your second consecutive week of somebody crashing, burning pretty hard on this ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, I need to go back in time and like talk myself out of some of these people. Um, yeah, I get, like, similar to Jeremy, like, she took herself from, like, a good spot and took herself to a bad spot by being, like, way too paranoid and playing way too hard. Yep. And, like, doing stuff that doesn't make any sense, given that point in the game. <laughs> um, yeah, when they split, like, it, Goliath's had, like, and we'll talk probably more about this, but like the tribe splits, the Goliaths are like in the advantage in every tribe. Right. So there's, she's got the numbers. She doesn't do anything. She just needs to like rally the troops and vote someone out and yeah. not piss everyone off. <laughs> so. Yeah, this had like the feeling to me of. So Alec ultimately was the one to flip, right? That Alec wasn't like, you know, usually when you have a swap and somebody flips, it's, it's somebody who's like, I can't wait. To leave these people they suck i'm flipping as soon as i have the chance alec was like not interested in flipping until yeah it seemed like natalia just really started to rub him the wrong way at camp like being bossy or intense um yeah. kind of bullying people and Telling him to like, shut up <laughs> yeah yeah on more than one occasion yeah um yes natalia's exit um, one of the better exits <laughs> of a, one of the just purely vitriolic so exits. Good. <laughs> so good. 
Um, I want to hurt him. <laughs> if you if you don't remember this episode, first of all, this is like a top tier episode. It's so good. It's so There's good. So much going on. But like, go back and just rewatch the tribal from this because the mm-hmm. whole tribal is great. The exit is incredible. What did she say? She like looked back at him. Oh, I've got I've got what she said right here. Okay. Don't be sorry. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> She is the funny. She like like moments earlier says, "If I go out tonight, like I'm totally gonna be fine with it because I know I went out playing my hardest game." And yep. then she goes out, yeah. and she's yeah. so she's not angry. okay with it. <laughs> Save that energy. So, yeah. It's so like she even like puts her torch down. It's like where does it go here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where does this thing go? <laughs> she was so bad. So good. Which I get it. Like she was so blindsided by yeah. Right. But yeah, just I mean, wow. <laughs> So which should have been such a routine tribal yeah <laughs> the most hilarious thing though is like i'm pretty sure her and kara were not on the same page on their vote i don't understand this either yeah, yes happened? we need to talk about this yeah because yeah so they would have messed up anyway <laughs> yeah because natalia votes for like elizabeth or something and uh kara votes for davy or vice versa yeah why what is happening here my like, so this is a good question my assumption is that they were splitting their votes and they assumed Alec was with them. So that would be two to one. They probably assume that Davy and Elizabeth are voting for each other. So then it would be like three on one, two on the other. You know what I mean? Got it. But it, of course it does make it easier. Well, it doesn't really make a difference if somebody were to flip, but you still need three to flip. I guess, yeah. Yeah, there's only five people voting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this, it's. I don't know. It was. It was just one of those things that I was like, I was just. I just want to know the logic here. Like, mm-hmm. please explain this to me. <laughs> like, yes, my my assumption is that it was a split vote gone wrong. Not that they like. <laughs> not that they. <laughs> one could of them any. thought it was Elizabeth, and the other one thought it was Davy. Yeah. On face value, it didn't look good. <laughs> no, not great. Not great. Yes, the. The exit, uh, Alec, Alec says sorry, and then she hits him with that. Don't be sorry, shut up. <laughs> so good. I also tell people to shut up, I've known for 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be sorry, shut up. Um, excellent. Okay, let's um, talk through some of this stuff. Like we like to with um setting the stage here with with the biggest stuff so um adam what what was the most noteworthy thing to talk about here from this episode okay i'm a i'm a i'm gonna get up on my soapbox here okay because Davy and elizabeth are dumb okay let's hear this they're very dumb can you uh, actually get on a soapbox real quick can you like yeah yeah, yeah. could you like elevate <laughs> what is yourself? a soapbox now that I'm thinking about it, does it's is it what a... people say when they're gonna like get up and like complain about yeah 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 that like he knows what do you know about the soapbox? But literally, what is literally a soapbox? Yeah, it comes from when politicians used to travel around and would stand on a box in the middle of the town and talk about like what they're gonna do with problems or whatever. But a soapbox used to be a thing that we don't use anymore. My guess is it was literally a box. Perfect height. 
I'm gonna take a box yeah. fill it full of bars. It could also have something to do with soap opera. No you. one really knows. Can we take a fill of? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, little um, history podcast now. Little crate, little crate full of soap. Stand on the soap crate. Should be a soap crate. But that sounds yeah, like a like a subscription wrong. service. So great. So great. <laughs> Sponsoring the pod this week. So yeah. great. <laughs> Use code Outwatch for 50% off soapbox <laughs> or soap crate. Um Okay. Yeah, talk, so, what, 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 why are they yeah, dumb? So Davy and Elizabeth are real dumb. Um so I, I mean, end of the day, they're fine. Everything worked out in their favor. Whatever. Davy is holding an idol. He's in a position where it's either him or Elizabeth. This is this is what we know about the position. Literally up until tribal council goes live. Um, so instead of trying to direct the vote towards the person that you know their votes are going to go for, playing the idol, getting rid of a, a Goliath, and taking Carl onto your team, thus giving you mm. a 3-2 David advantage, Davey tries to get in with the group of three majority. Interesting. Elizabeth doesn't know about this idol, so there's no way that she can know this, this is a valid play, like, whatever. So Elizabeth isn't that dumb at the end of this. Like she does her best to like actually try to do this in a way mm -hmm. by trying to find the idol with Davy. So maybe Elizabeth isn't that dumb. But what the heck is Davy doing here? So like the big thing that happened to me was like they lost, and I was like, honestly, this is a great thing that happened to them because now they can like flip the scales, maybe three Davids or two Goliaths, and then Davy does nothing. Yeah, interesting. Well, I didn't think about that. That's true. He tried. The only thing he does is put himself in a worse position. Like, I, yeah. So it's just, it just, it frustrated me to no end because he was like, he was like, I just, I really want to save my idol. And I'm like, dog, no one plays idols well. Like, can, can, can we please get a survivor fan that gets on here and it's like, yeah, idols aren't played well. So let's find a way <laughs> to play this well. Like, how are you a fan of Survivor and think, yeah, this is going to save me? It doesn't save anyone. Finds an idol and, and you... just like throws it back in the woods. <laughs> but I don't need the, this. This is like prime. Like you talk to Elizabeth, like this is what is going to happen. I need you. And like I, we, we need to get on their side and figure out who they want to vote off. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who it is because I have this. And you show the idol mm -hmm. and you say, I will play it if we know it's you. I will play it on me. And then we get to decide who goes off. Yeah. Like, that is what you do in that moment because you are in the perfect position to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, what is happening? So let's think about this. Because, yeah, Davey says he wants to save it till later in the game, which is his reasoning. But let's play this out. So let's say. If they put if they put all three on say Davy, and Davy uses it, then yeah they get to pick who goes home. Let's say they split it to one. They put two on Davy, one on Elizabeth. If they play it right and they vote correctly, they can still send someone home with two votes. Yeah, so that would work. Yeah, if they, it, if they get it, this right. literally can't. This like basically the only way this goes wrong 
is if they play it on the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Is if the Goliaths catch wind of what's happening and switch their vote. Yeah. Like that's the only way it goes wrong here. Yeah. There's, it's just this is this is what idols are made for. Mm-hmm. Is for this moment right here. Like everyone thinks it's to save you, like from being eliminated from the game. It's to put you in a more powerful position mm-hmm. long term. Mm-hmm. It's not to save you in a singular moment. So yeah, I'm yep. sorry. This is this is my soapbox. This is the biggest thing in this episode to me is I'm really frustrated when like what I feel like should be really obvious strategy yeah. just doesn't happen. And yeah. ultimately it works out for them. So Davy is sitting in a better position with an idol, so like fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. But come on. <laughs> you put all your eggs in Alex flipping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They they are in a better spot because the exact thing happened, but he got to hold on to his idol. But you don't know that is happening until he that happens at tribal. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the like the the accepted um, take is yeah that you want to save your idol for later in the game where it's more impactful, you know. But yeah, I think that's a really good point. Like this is a good surefire aggressive idol play. Yeah, how many times do we see people where they just burn a hole in their pocket until you're voted out with it or it's irrelevant at final six and you're safe anyway, you know? Yeah, yeah. If if they don't get Alec to flip here, I think that's a great use of it. We the problem with playing an idol too is when there are lots of people, it's way harder. Like there's an there's in yeah. in Kagayan, there there's a tribal with two idol plays. Mm-hmm. And they get it wrong still. Mm-hmm. Like it's so hard to play an idol correctly the more people there are in this game. Yep. And Jeff handed you this like treat on a silver platter mm-hmm. and said, Here, now there's only five people and three of them are against you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. figure out how to play this idol. Yeah. 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 I just uh. to be fair, so Adam said that and then the whole time we're watching this. I, I started this. He said that was like, oh my god. That's exactly what needs to be. I said, they've got to really mess this up. They gotta really go out of their way to mess this up to not do that. Mm-hmm. And then they immediately were like, they like cut to Davey's like, I'm not playing my idol. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, but I forgot, like, they might have been on the same tribe, but they were not in an alliance. It's and true. Yeah, he was he the one who was left out. He was boat. left out. But the thing is, he's getting Carl, who he was in an alliance with, which he's now he is two one against Elizabeth. So he's still in a powerful position against the person that he doesn't necessarily trust. Right. But You've built trust because you saved that person. So potentially long term, you can yeah, bring them in. This is just like there's no reason not but, to do this. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he just wanted to work with the others more. I, and and I get, I get them. that too. Like you feel, you're feeling burnt, like yeah. whatever. But like that's my only thought of why that because it was like it didn't even cross his mind. Yeah, it was just like yeah, Elizabeth. It's. I think that people get really hung up on. I need to save this idol to save me. Yeah. You don't think about the fact that like the best plays for idols generally happen when they're played on other people yeah. because you know that you're actually going to block a vote there. Yeah. Yeah. But even by that, that logic, as it stood, there was a 50% chance he was going to go home. Exactly. So yeah, just... well, at the very least, use it on yourself. Yeah. Right. It's just it's an it's insanity. I just like this just yeah. frustrated me to no end. And then the fact that like everything was fine at the end, that he's in a better position for right. it just 
Right. <laughs> Which is so frustrating, yeah, too. <laughs> but that's Survivor, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it worked out great. <laughs> How you playing? True. The idle nullifier. What if Carl nullified David? Uh Emily, what was your, your biggest point from this episode? Uh, okay. Obviously there was a lot of chatter about what we just talked about. Of course. Here in our house. <laughs> but... The episode was paused and I had to explain <laughs> what should have happened. Yeah, he was like Sorry, this one. Um, this one was a big mad one. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, uh, Gabby's arc in this one. Yeah. Um, because they split off into these tribes, including Kirsten, which I love because they're friends. Very nice. Um, but they're with three guys from the Goliath tribe, mm-hmm. and Kirsten is doing this charmed apocalypse, and he's just getting along with them super well, and they're just like growing it out. Yep. And then Abby talks to Christian later on and she's like crying and she's really sad and she's like, I feel so intimidated. I don't know how to connect with people like this. Um, I'm on the outs of our tribe now and I'm feeling really lost. And he was really kind to her because mm-hmm. they're friends and it's fun to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was just really feeling down. But it was really interesting to hear her say that because we're also listening to John in his confessionals where he's like, I'm really kind of awkward in smaller groups and I'm, you know, kind of unsure of myself. And so I feel like they're just like in the night where they kind of have the Mm -hmm. same fear, but they're so like intimidated by each other maybe that they're not connecting. Um, But then in the challenge at the end, it was a blindfolded challenge and Gabby was the caller. So she was just telling everyone um, what to do the whole time. And she's very good at it. And they won the challenge. Um, and she absolutely, I mean, obviously everyone participated, but she absolutely won that challenge. And I think I, they didn't obviously follow the story because then we had to deal with the drama of the tribal council, but I would hope that that would make her feel more confident and hopefully bring their tribe together. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Good arc for her this episode, for sure. Yeah. It really was, yeah. I was going to ask about that because this is one of those, um, y- you know, this is the sort of. Uh, like vulnerable storytelling stuff that you don't get in older seasons of Survivor. You know, this is kind of new or or more um at home in like modern Survivor, right? Um, and it, yeah, interested because it's polarizing. You know, some people are like, "Wow, this is really interesting." Like, love to get these human stories from people. I resonate with this. And other people are like, you know, I want to see people fish. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, w- was interested in in y'all's reaction to that. That's good. Scott, what do you got? What do you got, Scott? What do I got? Um, I had it, and I'm blanking right now. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, oh yeah, I was gonna say. The tribe swap was really interesting, um, and I was going to talk about Angelina because I feel like she is kind of becoming a dark horse contender. Okay, okay, why is that? Um, I forget who she's paired with, but just like I don't know, just watching her in the last like two episodes, I'm like, this girl has really got a good idea of what's going on in this game. 
nobody's really talking about her. Um, she's kind of running the game, like running stuff strategically. And I could have definitely see her going a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. believe she was in cahoots with like Natalia and Kara um, right. to do like the diet Black Widow brigade or whatever. <laughs> um, but I feel like we saw that more the last couple episodes, especially now that there's like the time block. So. Yeah. So, yeah, not super mm-hmm. like anything big, but yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, yeah, coming on strong. She's definitely uh, in that um, that purple tribe, which is kind of a chaotic mess of people. Um, <laughs> one of the more uh, stable people there. Let's let's start out here by um, just updating everyone with what these tribes are broken into, because it is. Um, a lot to follow. We still have 15 people in the game. 16, actually. So a lot to remember where people are at. But the Purple Tribe, which is the Jabeni Tribe, but will be referred to as the Purple Tribe here on this pod, um, consists of... <laughs> None of us are keeping these names straight. Yeah, no, no, I just like Yeah. Yep. This is Angelina, Lyrsa, Mike, Natalie, and Nick. Um, what a What a group. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, Mike, when he talks about this group, doesn't he say something like, <laughs> what does he say about them? He's like, we're like the... the David of the David yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, he's like, like we're just going to like lose everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Green Tribe is Allison, Christian, Dan, Gabby, and John that we were talking about earlier. And then the Orange Tribe, which goes to Tribal, is Alec, Davey, Elizabeth, Kara, and Natalia. And then Carl comes in and slots into Natalia's spot. That's the Vuku tribe. I thought when Jeff announced this, he said Vuku. Yes. Interesting. And green is Tiva, like the sandals. Um, Okay, which... Let's let's start here. Um, What do we... Okay... Broadly, the idea of swapping from two tribes to three, the aesthetics of it and the viewing experience of it. Obviously, we only one episode in here, but do we like the idea of going from two to three um, as a TV product? I will give my thoughts here to rev the engine and that it is a lot to keep track of as far as people and relationships go there's still a ton of people left in the game um hard to give equal screen time to three tribes however i find the small tribe sizes compelling here especially coming off of some huge tribes to start the game like really nowhere to hide in a five-person tribe like we saw um this episode which makes for some interesting stuff i think yeah i kind of like the I like how it forces people who you normally wouldn't see, um, like you get to see more of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of forces you to play the game, actually. So, like, we went like the first two episodes, we barely saw Davy, and now all of a sudden, like, half the episode is Davy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that aspect of it. Um, like the people you like, the tribes you you definitely are getting focused on, um, even if you are kind of like even if they're maybe kind of focusing away from one tribe, like the tribe you are getting, like you're getting a lot out of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like 
Yeah, I I think it's a really interesting move. I think that if you had just done a straight up tribe swap for two tribes, uh it it's kind of easier for people to say like, oh, we're gonna stay Goliath stronger, Davis stronger, whatever. Um as opposed to smaller tribes where the things about people reasons for voting them out get amplified this is nothing new like what we saw from natalia like this is the way that she was when she wanted natalie gone last episode but because there were so many people and because angelina was there it wound up getting kind of tamped down a little bit and when you only have five people and there's this person who's just dictating things, a yeah. lot easier to realize, you know what, maybe it's not my best interest to actually stay with this person in this tribe. Yeah. Um, because I, yeah, whatever. So I don't know. I, I think it, I think in this case it really does work. Um, I'm very concerned about, so I'm not so concerned about, Nick and Lirtha on the Purple Tribe. I think Natalie is going to is going to wind up being the first one out of that tribe if they wind up going to the tribal, just because like it's one thing to deal with Natalie in a large group of people. It's another thing when there's <laughs> only five of you, right? Um, or other people. Uh, and we saw a lot of Natalie in this episode. Yeah, it was kind of awful. We up until this point, <laughs> we had seen like clips of Natalie where we're like where we're like, ooh, that's not really like what you want to do here. And then we saw this episode of Natalie like dictating how to build the fire. And not just saying like, hey, go build the fire, but like every single <laughs> process along the way. She's telling yeah. you like you are Natalie's hands in this yeah, moment. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. It reminded me of a challenge. Like the challenge that we watched. <laughs> yeah. Nat- Natalie, we're not blindfolded anymore. It's <laughs> just, oh my goodness. She not only tells people, like, you're building the fire, she's like, he's right next to your hand. Like, that kind of minutia. But she also is telling them, and you should do that because that will catch fire. First, you have to, she's like telling them how to make a fire, mm-hmm. both in, like, the theory of making a fire. They've been living on an island for, and- what, 12 days at this point? Yeah, like, let's, like, let's hope this isn't new. Right. Like, you don't have any. It's so so interesting that you had that reaction. I'm watching the season with Jan and she had the same like reaction to Natalie this episode where up to this point for her at least it's been like oh wow this is wild and this is fun and then it's like okay like how long does Natalie stay in this game because I'm not sure I can watch this. It's like <laughs> where it got. This, this episode is the moment where it's like I I really gave Natalie a lot of benefit of the doubt and i don't think she's a bad person still yeah but like like, how how like i completely understand how you were like we need to get rid of natalie over jeremy last episode (laughs) no unless you're hungry and tired like how how are you dealing with like Mm -hmm. i'm sorry (laughs) yeah i love how um when they swap to this camp, like this immediately happens, and Nick's like, "So this is, is this how it always is?" Angelina's yeah. like, "Yeah, this is the mellow version." <laughs> yeah. But Nick had a good point too. 
like, well, you know, I think that you have a, a way of bonding. And I don't know if he said those words exactly, but that's what happened. Yeah. And we have someone who it's going to be probably pretty easy to identify her as the person to leave. So yeah. he doesn't have to worry too much. He can, like, play it cool and get to know people. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. Because I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh, these Davids are probably like, who is this? What is she on about? And like, <laughs> who loses their minds about it? But right. better to play it cool. Right. And then the Orange Tribe, we have John the Cop. I can never remember his name. Dan. That's the Green Tribe. Dan. Oh, the Green Tribe. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, because they have to rebuild the shelter and everything. Right. Which yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so John, Dan, and then the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Allison. Allison from Goliath and then Christian and Gabby. Right. And like at first I was really concerned about that. Like, you know, there's three Goliaths. They're all pretty tight. But like John also really likes I mean, he was trying to start something with Natalie where he was like, I wanna like bond with you or whatever. And Christian is really charismatic, so like everybody likes him. Mm-hmm. And John in particular, I think, would look at this and be like, Yeah, I could like partner with them and like kinda work this out too. So it, it would be really easy for this to be a situation like in China where you like pick two people from the other tribe and then you just like vote them out mm. and you know, people just because of the unfortunate circumstances of Survivor you just can't get anywhere right but everyone kind of has an opportunity within this too it's yeah. not like you know so I don't know I think it is a really interesting way to handle what was like what felt like was going to be kind of a steamrolly kind of season, right? Until this point, yeah. Did anybody really get swap screwed from what we can tell here? Like, seems like Natalie maybe is the biggest candidate, and that, yeah, it's harder for her to sneak by on a five person tribe potentially. Um, you can't really blame like the swap for Natalia. Um, yeah, I, I can't really think of anyone. Uh, do yeah. love do love that green tribe though too. Like the the big John and Dan paired with Christian and Gabby is just like perfect, perfect. That's good. And they're like John and Dan are just like they're nice guys. Like mm-hmm. they they're not they're not tools or anything. So like when Christian is being Christian, they're like. They're they're into it. They're yeah. like, yeah, this is fun. This is like whatever. He doesn't have an ego or anything, and yeah. it's like he's willing to learn and like. They're just yeah. So so it really is like the perfect people because if it had been like, I mean, there are people that we've seen in past games of Survivor that like would not have tolerated that yeah at all. But like these are just nerd. Yeah, these these are just the right people for this mm-hmm. swap, and it's really great. Like it's fun to watch. Um, Davey talks about how he drives a PT cruiser. Um, just wanted to make sure that note didn't go. <laughs> didn't go by the wayside. Um, oh, that is a favorite to camera thing. But I think has ever happened in Survivor is Davey talking about befriending white people. Yeah, it's really good. Saying, I drive a PT cruiser, so I should be pretty good about it. <laughs> I love it. That's the. <laughs> we can connect over that I have a tribe of PT cruiser. 
<laughs> Add it to the pantheon of survivor cars. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next Brant Steel, the PT Cruiser can see if it can make um Davy's PT Cruiser and adding it to the list. Yeah, we've had the we've had the the PT Cruiser and the obviously the god tier GMC Envoy. Of course. <laughs> um, the other one was what was the other car? Um, like from Amazon. Something. It was like yeah, was the was it a Subaru Outback? I don't think it was that. No. It was like a sports car. I thought it was like a car. Of some kind. I'm gonna look it up. It's like anyway. a brand that isn't around anymore. Yeah. Oh, was it like a Pontiac? Was it a Saturn? It was a Saturn. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Survivor. <laughs> the Saturn Ion. Saturn Ion. Matthew and his Saturn. Um. Okay, let's talk about the Exile Island Coconut Advantage Idle Nullifier of it all. Um, I really liked the aesthetic of this clue where it's almost like a, the clue itself was not hard, but it was like, a, okay, race against time to find this needle in a haystack thing was compelling to me. Um, Scott, interested in what you thought about the exile sequence and the coconut and even the idea of this advantage. We've got a new advantage in the survivor um, inventory here. It is the idle nullifier. What do we think? So, for one, I had doubts that I would even pick up on that it was a token. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got that. I was like, oh, that's so smart. He got, he got that very quickly, and I was like, ooh, I probably would have been somewhere completely different. <laughs> so I probably would have messed up. So good on Carl. Um, as for the idle nullifier, I felt like it's kind of tricky to play and like actually play successfully because um, you got to know that somebody one has the idle and two is going to play the idle. Yeah, I feel like that's really hard. Yeah, I feel like the only time you're going to know if somebody's going to play the idle is if it's somebody you're with. Great point. Um, and in this case, you probably don't want to nullify their idol. Yeah. It's, so. it's like more of an insurance thing than a like mm. strategic play. Well, because the thing, instead of having to flush out the idol. Or no. No. So you Actually, have that's the, really interesting. Is it? Because I don't know where I'm if, if you just make it really obvious, you're going to vote for someone that has an idol. Because you want to get them out, then you know they're going to play the idol, and you can still get them out. Like, because you have to, you have to play the, you have to play it before he knows that they're going to play the idol. Yeah. Exactly right. right. Like play it, yeah. But play it when you vote, basically. Yeah, yeah that's an know. interesting use case. Is like almost metagaming it, saying like, "All right, we know Dan's got an idol. Let's make Dan play the idol." Like. Even if we don't really care if Dan goes out that much, like everybody, put your votes on Dan. Make sure Dan knows he's getting the votes on him, and it's a surefire way to get him out. Because just because he will play his idol, and we will block it. Like, 
Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a. I mean, like Jay stayed in this game for really long in his game for a really long time because he had an idol, mm-hmm. and they also like flushed it out without voting him out, whatever, mm-hmm. um, by convincing yeah. him. But like, you could in theory just be like, oh no, we're just gonna go to Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's that's kind of the position. Yeah. Win. Interesting. Because yeah, you can just be like, we don't care if he has the idol. I'll just fuck it. Mm-hmm. Right. That makes. Is this getting too? Um, are our advantages getting too niche and complicated? When this was, when this, when this happened, when this season aired, it's like it's an idol nullifier. There was a lot of eye rolling of like, okay, we've got the idol, and now we've got the anti-idol idol, and next we'll have the idol nullifier nullifier, like. Have we gotten too complex here? Or is this a, a wrinkle that you find to potentially be compelling? I think it's a really important thing to have after the tribe swap that we just saw. Mm. I think in a lot of cases, it's just kind of like whatever. Like we just talked about, like there aren't like a ton of use cases in it. But if you're in a position, like, if you weren't friends with Davy, and you knew that Davy had the idol, or you just suspected he had the idol, and you want to vote him out, in this small case, again, fewer people, the better these advantages play. Yeah. <laughs> stop yeah. saving a people, like, just stop it. Like, I, I, think, I think in this particular game, it really, like, is a good thing to bring in. I don't think it's something you should bring in every season of Survivor, like, yeah. yeah. I will say, this is probably a, a discussion for some other time. I got this one, but this this made me think of like season forty one, and I feel like a lot of the crap that they did there. If you didn't already know Survivor, if you were just like, I'm yeah. gonna watch Survivor first time, they got really complex really quick. Yeah, they did. They did <laughs> a lot of the stuff they did. Yeah, so I feel like that is getting very niche. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the advantages and like all that stuff. Yeah. Survivor 41 had the potential to be so buck wild, but so many of these advantages just like didn't go off that it was fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, imagine if some of these things went off. Um, I want to draw special attention. We haven't seen much of it yet, but that purple tribe seriously is just like such a perfect volatile mix of people. Like you've got Angelina, Lirsa, Natalie, and then Mike and Nick. This is a hilarious group of people that I um, am excited to see the social dynamics play out in. As great as the Green Tribe is, so is so is the Tribe. Well, it's like it's very like, like you, you're watching the Green Tribe, and you're like, I just love that they all get along, and it's fun. Yep. And you're watching the Purple Tribe, and you're like, What the fuck, y'all? Yeah, what's, <laughs> what's going on here? Yep. <laughs> And it's fun in a different way. That's yes. like painful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also wanted to call out that from this episode, the scene, like the confessional scene where it's like pouring down rain and Gabby's like crying in confessional. Um, Gabby has used a screen grab of her crying in the pouring rain as like her Twitter picture for a very oh long time. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's, it's awesome. <laughs> I want to see if I can find it. Um, because it, it's like the perfect like survivor self-deprecation. Like here I am. People say I cry all the time. And you know, here it is. Here's the um, the fullness of it. Gabby strikes me as one of those people we need to like protect at all costs. Absolutely, absolutely. Like she seems so like genuine. Yeah, she deserves better. <laughs> yeah. Anything. <laughs> can I drop a? Can I drop an image? In our Skype chat, Just share, share your screen. There we go. Can you do that? Can you do that? In, in... Yeah, I haven't used Skype since like 2015. Me neither. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Isn't that great? Shouts to Gabby. Wonderful. <laughs> um. Okay, let's talk. We we've talked, I guess, about tribal pretty well um wanted to call out that alex said that this vote is like surfing somehow um so which as soon as the survivor says this is like mm -hmm. we know we're getting it on tv yep yep and the following line is going to be meaningless (laughs) and nothing um did did we you all liked the whispery live tribal yeah this How was compelling. Yeah, for real, this is the question. <laughs> Alex goes over to Elizabeth. At first, I was so thrown by this. I was like, is he leaving? I didn't know what he was like, yeah, I'm I'm quit Survivor. <laughs> I'm, walk away. I'm walking off the set in the middle of Fiji. <laughs> yeah. Then he goes to Elizabeth, and he whispers in her ear for, like, 30 seconds, which is a long time. Like, yeah. what, what do you have to say? When all you have to say is, I'm voting for Natalie. Yeah. Natalia. Natalia. I'm voting for Natalia. Then Elizabeth was like, okay. Yeah. No, he was there. I think he was giving a speech. (laughs) Elizabeth, this vote is like surfing. And for that reason. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's what he did. It was buck wild. (laughs) The whispering gets... Yeah, it's compelling here. It does become a little bit too ubiquitous later on. Um, thankfully, they started adding subtitles to the whispering scene because that that would be the worst yeah. part of it. Is like people are whispering, you have no idea what they're saying, and it's like, okay, like what? Like this is incredibly hard to follow and is nothing. It's nothing for me. Yeah, that 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 is the biggest issue with the whispering at tribal is it's just. It means nothing to me. Like you're looking at Alec and you're like, is he is he doing the thing? Yep. Or is he being a weirdo? Because mm-hmm. Alec seems like he might be kind of a weirdo. <laughs> In like a non harmful way, but just sure. kind of a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also got um at Tribal Council this clip. Jeff asked if Elizabeth's nervous. I was about ready to poop my pants today. <laughs> yeah. We had another poop. Poopy? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which poop? Okay. Which cloop? I pooped myself. myself. <laughs> I pooped on myself. Yeah. Okay. Quick, 
Quick straw poll. Which poop clip is better? Elizabeth? I was about ready to poop my pants today. Because, that, like, that one's good. It's good. But is it better than Tony Vlachos' poop clip? I probably pooped on myself. <laughs> it's, oh, I can't get over that. That's why Tony's is better, is because, like, Elizabeth uses a real, like, idiom. Yeah. Tony says... Just like, It's like it fell down his leg or something and still hit him. So, like, what is happening? He's walking around with it. He's Stuck like, it to his ankle or something. Best episode of Outwatch. Either that or Tony's like a volcano. <laughs> Use it in the air. Natalia leaves with much, much hatred in her eyes and mouth. Yeah. <laughs> she does seem happy to go out as she, did, as she said she would it's be. It's so funny to see her be like, you know, like, we're all just here, and if I go out now, I'll be proud of my game, and I'll go out with, you know, whatever the phrase is. Go out with, what am I trying to say? So she'll be to be happy or something. Yeah, whatever. Go out yeah. like hard. Get hard. Whatever. Yeah, play hard. And then it turns and she's like, I hate all of you. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't even look at me. <laughs> yeah, insert the Tyler the Creator. <laughs> insert the Tyler the Creator so that was a fucking lie. <laughs> so that was a Sorry, and shut also, up. <laughs> probably what Carl's thinking. He's probably like, oh god, why am I on this? Side? Yeah. Like, this is a disaster. Yeah. There's someone watching you. <laughs> yeah, he's probably just like, what am I getting into? <laughs> For the listeners, like, Carl comes in from exile and, like, sits in on this tribal as all of this nonsense is happening. But I'm so glad he didn't. Because can you imagine? Oh, man. Like, it's one thing to see this and be like, oh, oh. Yeah, but it's another thing if he rolled in. He's like, "What's up, y'all?" And they're just like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> There's too much going on. Don't even look at me, <laughs> Carl. You're not gonna believe it. Yeah, you up. Oh, oh, is it time to do the goats? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's goat time. Absolutely goated with the sauce. <laughs> Who's goaded with the sauce this episode, Adam? Okay. Um, Worked up white boy, absolutely goaded with the sauce. Goaded with the sauce. Uh, can I say Tribal Council was the goat? Because holy cow, that is my favorite Tribal Council we've ever seen. Gotta give it to someone. Okay, well, okay, okay, okay. Here, I got this, I got this. The goat from this episode for me is Gabby. Love her arc. Yeah. Wonderful. This patient trophy is Natalie. Because she needs something <laughs> from this stupid tribal. Yeah. What, Natalia? Natalie or Natalia? Natalia, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
dumb casting to cast a Natalie and a Natalia in the same season. Yeah, it's very confusing, yeah. Alex. It is. It is. I, every time I say one of their names, I think they talk about it, and I say the wrong name. <laughs> we don't have to mention Natalia anymore, though, because she gone. She gone. She gone. Until the outcast twist returns. Is, Revenge, is, is baby. Natalia's, real quick, straw poll, is Natalia's exit or a Chicken's exit better? Oh, it's not close. Which one is it? Which it's one Chicken. It's <laughs> 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 very explosive. Out of nowhere. Just like frighten everyone. <laughs> Everyone's jumped. I remember that. <laughs> that was really funny. I wish we had a camera on music. Jeff from that moment too. <laughs> I forgot about the music. It sounds like he's the lead singer of a rock. Yeah. Band. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's my favorite you've ever played. <laughs> it's so good. Oh god. We can't. Also, we don't want to have Michaela erasure here. Michaela's exit was also great. Which one was Michaela? Millennials vs. Gen X. When she was like, looked at Jay, she said, What? I think I got the what. Oh. What? And then she looks yeah, yeah. at Jay <laughs> and's like, Did you do that? And he's like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It does the whole like. Yeah, that was a very good one, too. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Emily, who's goaded with the sauce in your eyes? Yeah. Twilight, Aquaman, Jack. Um, I like Jack. Say someone else. Natalie. And by that, I really mean the real Natalie. (laughs) Real Natalie. (laughs) Yeah, she's testing. She's testing people. This fake ass Natalie that got voted out. Yeah. (laughs) Great value, Natalie. (laughs) I'm going to do a double edge on this one because she actually did a really good job, I think, in the challenge. She seemed to work well with her team in the challenge. Natalie did? You know, we saw Natalie, real Mm -hmm. Natalie. Saw her at, at her tribe, and she was. My my favorite moment in the challenge is uh, Angelina is like directing them over the balance beam. Oh yeah. (laughs) He says, "I'm stepping on something." What is it? And Angelina says, "It doesn't matter." Yeah. Yeah. She's What do you want? Right. Yeah. She's got her foot like the the balance beam goes down and Mm -hmm. up. And Natalie. Like, I'm stepping on something. She was like, Don't worry about it. Keep going. Worry, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's so like, funny. my fall. There was another moment in there where they're like going the wrong direction, and Jeff's like, uh, Orange Tribe losing tons of time. And then and Natalie's like, Angelina, what are we doing? We're losing tons of time. <laughs> <laughs> Angelina's like, stop panicking, Natalie. Let <laughs> me um, just briefly talk about how Jeff just, I'm like, he's on a level. Yeah, it was hard. Just 
time. Yes. Even saying you mentioned it earlier, like at Tribal, he said something like, "He's coming out you with eighteen wheelers throwing you under eighteen. <laughs> I'm like, what are you even doing? Uh-huh. Where did you come up with that? Yeah, yeah. He's full. He's in. He's fully formed here. He's doing the most. <laughs> yeah, he truly is. Um, Scott, who who gets your goat? I'm gonna make a three for three. Wow, go with Gabby, triple Gabs, and your participation trophy. Uh, uh, that's a little bit harder. Um, I'm gonna give it to. Carl. <laughs> Why Carl? <laughs> I was just what? thinking that. I was just thinking that. Like, I might want to change my answer because Carl did participate. Carl did a lot of participating. <laughs> he survived. <laughs> he saw nothing of Carl. He got a, He got an advantage. This, this guy finds an advantage and then is stuck on Exile Island by himself and does nothing of note. Like, real, real. Uh, we, there's 48 hours moving. missing from what he did. <laughs> Carl, Carl's thriving in the jungle somewhere by himself. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what's happening. We saw him go, and we saw him come back, and we don't know what happened in between. Just out here with, <laughs> he's just feasting on these 500 coconuts that they've thrown <laughs> into the ocean for him. Gave him a, like a, a cuisine of coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, I've had my fill of coconuts out there on exile. Um, I'm trying to think who the winner of this vote was. Maybe Elizabeth. I think Davy comes that way ahead, whether he capitalizes yeah. or not. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Davy. Yeah, he keeps his idol, gets Natalia out. Um. Who am I going to participate? Um, I am going to say Kara. Because she's also got blindsided. There you go. Uh, fantasy update after this episode, 55 points apiece for both Scott's Sandy Cheeks tribe and Emily's Abacad tribe, and 60 points for Adam's King Saul's Revenge tribe, further extending the lead. At this point, we've got 120 points for Scott's tribe, 125 for Emily's, and 140 for Adam's quick um, reminder of who we've got here, Scott sitting with Christian, Gabby, Nick, and Mike, having lost Natalia and Jeremy. Emily's got Angelina, Carl, Dan, Alec, and Allison being down 1B. And Adam still with a full six-person squad of John, Lirsa, Elizabeth, Kara, Daisy, and Natalie. Quick, quick fantasy check-in here before we wrap things up. How's everyone feeling um, about their squads here in the new swapped tribe phase. Scott, you're in, in third place. Only four people left, but um, all four of them, you know, pretty pretty solid players, you could say. Yeah. Yeah, we... Uh, I was a little surprised that 
you know, the last two episodes went the way they did. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we just kind of like got rid of that early and we're just going to keep rolling. But we'll see. Okay. It's early. I will say, though, it's a little humbling to get beat by the alphabet. yeah yeah you're gonna have to go on a run here being down two early on it's a lot of potential points missing out on week over week this is true um emily how are you feeling about tribe abacad um now that the b in your abacad has been eliminated are you gonna have to rebrand to Attica. 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 No. <laughs> if we lose someone from another another way, they get voted out. They come like okay. Losing the name, but she's, she's deserving of our crap. Sure. Um, I feel good about my team. I didn't realize I had the most points. Well, you're you're in second. You're, you don't. <laughs> How many points do you have? 140. <laughs> I saw a weekly total for Adam, and I was like, wow, he's really falling behind. Amazingly, he went from 80 to 60. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow you lost 20 points. That's where I say, damn! I <laughs> uh, um, got a, a fresh new idol nullifier on your tribe there, Emily. Um, you've got Dan's idol. What if Carl nullifies Dan's idol? They need to work together, okay? Mm. So. I mean, you get points for playing the idol, right? True. So, like, True. you'd get points for Dan and Carl playing mm. their respective things. Correct. That's a double point. Wow. Yeah, but that doesn't really matter to you unless you really don't want Dan eliminated. <laughs> no, that's a good point. Okay. I guess that, that makes sense. Sometimes. We'll see what happens. Uh, I feel like we're going to... Adam, holding on to a commanding 15-point lead. How does it feel? It's very surprising, to be totally honest. I, um, is it? It is. Is it surprising? Looking at my tribe, I am genuinely surprised. Uh, I I mean, I'm surprised that Natalie is still with us. The fact, the fact that Natalie is stuck with us for two episodes now is kind of surprising. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Um, John, I feel really good about regardless of what happens. I think he'll find friends anywhere. Uh, I'm really glad that Lyrsa is kind of in a new situation. I'm not sure that it's a good one, but you know, see what happens. Elizabeth and Davy, I just like am really frustrated by because they're, I, at at the very least, Davy's dumb. Um, which is annoying to know it. But they're, they're, I mean, they're kind of in a powerful position here, and Kara is not in a powerful position. Um, but it's all on your team. We'll see. I don't know. Kara's, Kara and Natalie are my two biggest question marks, I guess. Yeah. So, well, we'll see what happens. All right. There you go. Um, any trade interest here? Or are we standing pat? I don't, yeah, I, I, I mean, I could be convinced to give up Kara, I guess, if 
anybody wants to like risk it for the biscuit with her, but appears to be no biscuit biscuit in Might as That's well keep it, keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Uh excellent. Great stuff. Next time on Outwatch, we will continue our David versus Goliath rewatch with the fifth episode the absolutely iconic episode, Jackets and Eggs. Gang, I cannot wait to watch this one with y'all. This is a this is an all timer. This is Jacket Gate. Oh, is it? Okay. We've got Jacket Gate coming up. This is Jacket Gate. Yeah. So this is exciting. Uh, mark your calendars, gang. Jackets and Eggs coming up next. Uh, thank you for listening. Make sure that you follow or subscribe to the show so you don't miss anything. And check out our listener support in the link in the description. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon.